Hello and welcome to The Culture. My name is Anna. Annabelle. Markabelle. We're back, baby. I know. It's been, a, it's been a minute. It's been longer than a minute. It's been a long minute. Uh, and I want to explain to the followers where we've been. They I might think, think we're MIA. I think it's important to know we did not just quit. Well, I was on the brink. You almost quit. <laughs> I think that's fair. Okay, so this is this is the sitch, y'all. All right, so on our last episode on the 12 tribes, we encountered a gentleman online who was perturbed by what we said about him, or not even about him, what we said about the 12 tribes. I don't even know who he is, <laughs> um, but... He wasn't a fan. He was an anti-fan. That's true, because you could just be, like, neutral. Yeah. Like, meh. He was antagonistic, let's say. A little aggressive. Yeah. Too aggressive for my liking, and it had me a little skirt. Now, it's kind of <laughs> like we always do encourage, like, interaction and right. engagement from people. Like, I do feel like that's awesome. Like, people who are involved or were involved... I do think that there are two sides to probably every story. For sure. And that's the thing that I want to make clear is that like the information I'm getting, obviously every source is biased, has its own bias. I have my own bias. I'm not saying I'm right. This is just the information that I've found and I've collected and put into the story. But if you don't like it, that's totally good. Just don't come for me. <laughs> well, because you, we, because uh, I said you should engage, like, yeah. try and like see what's up, like, right. What specifically do you think that you got wrong? Right. Because I think I, that's true too. Because like I can't really check you a whole lot because right. I don't really know what we're talking about. Which I did try to do with this gentleman. You did. You were very kind. I was nice. I was polite, and he was not having it, and he was being a little threatening. So I was like skirt I don't know if I want to do this for a little bit which to be fair that was like one of the biggest concerns like From day when, we, one. when we started this yeah but we, it's funny because it was your concern not mine that's fair <laughs> like you, you, you were so scared I and was, I was and not you were like super gung-ho <laughs> and it's I don't know I I do think it's one of those things that naturally occurs like mm -hmm. every podcast every YouTube video like there are some people that are just super mean Right. And doesn't matter what you say or yeah. what you're doing, like comments. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason like most people don't read comments. Like they're right. awful. And so. Why are people like that, man? It sucks. It's, it's odd. I think it's a little bit of tribalism maybe. Yeah. And like we said, we don't even know like if this guy right. was even involved. Tribalism, or if he LOL, had, like, 12 tribes. <laughs> or if he had family or what it was, but it was intense. And so you asked for a little sabbatical. I did. I needed a little mental break as I kind of gathered my uh my mental health um so we're back though and we're ready to talk about something that's a little bit more low-key now actually today today's group personally i would not consider them a cult and i think it's just because they're pretty chill um but today we are talking about the amish and this is kind of exciting because I do know me a little something about some Amish. Woohoo! You finally have something to add to this podcast. Um, now, do we know they're not listening to this because they're Amish? <laughs> okay, well, or some of them, some of them are definitely not listening. But is that a misnomer? They're, okay, so as we're going to come to learn in this podcast today, um, 
there are a bunch of different people that fall under the umbrella of Amish and they have a wide variety of like allowances with technology and some are super like, yeah, we can use cars and electricity. And I've, I've even seen Instagrammers that are Amish. Amish Pete. Hit me up at Amish, <laughs> Amish Pete. Amish Arbonne sellers, you know, like Ooh, the MLMs. Yeah. Um, combining multiple things. I know. Um, and then there's old world Amish where it's like, no, dude. Which, is, which is very much like a lot of religions. Right. Like, it's there's a like this old, yeah, super good spectrum. For sure. And so this episode maybe will be a little bit of like, an eye opener, getting rid of some of the stereotypical yeah. ideas. Yeah. And, you know, you get to know a little bit more about yeah. some American people. I just, you know, I was like, what's like a little slow pitch one we can just kind of ease back into this with? Something that's nice and fuzzy, nothing scary. And listen, the Amish are in. What they're, do you mean? They're kind of hipster esque. <laughs> They're like pre-hipster. But if you look at the garb, right, they would get the hipsters are trying to be. They Amish. would get along very well in an LA coffee shop right now. Maybe if I see yeah. any more of those hats out in public, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. True. Shout out to everybody wearing the Amish hats. So, let's start at the beginning. Do you know why they're called Amish? I don't. Okay, so let me tell you. So in the late 17th century, so we're talking about the 1600s. Um, there was a man named Jacob Amman, A-M-M-A-N, okay? Jacob Amman was a follower of the Mennonite group. So there's this group of Protestants called the Anabaptists who basically believe, this is after the Protestant Reformation, who basically believe that people should not be baptized in a church until they're like an adult and they can like fully agree to the rules and like the expectations of the church and its community believer baptism yes okay so the mennonites the brethren those are the groups of people that are coming out of like germany switzerland that believe in this so jacob he was a mennonite leader in switzerland but he had some controversial beliefs that caused a schism and so then the people that left with him came to be known as the amish amen amish Mennonites are called Mennonites because their leader, uh, their leader's last name was Menno. So not the most original, but but Very the more you know. <laughs> but also, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because you hear these names and you're like, where did that come from? Right. It's a terrible name. <laughs> but it comes from a real name, so you're like, oh, yeah. okay, you get a yeah. pass. Yes. So these were his controversial beliefs, okay? So Jacob Amen believed that any... Um, person who lied should be excommunicated from the group. And if you're excommunicated, you should be shunned. Whereas the Mennonites were like, okay, chill, bro. It's like, you're getting a little crazy here. But uh, Jacob was like, no, we're shunning them. Someone hurt him with a lie <laughs> in the past. And he's like, this is where I'm drawing the yes. line. So that was like kind of the, the main difference like they're just like more intense basically mennonite version have you ever seen mennonites like in costco i'm sorry what <laughs> like they s sell them there no or, like they work there <laughs> no like uh, like you'll see a big mennonite family with their bonnets and the long dresses and they'll be shopping at costco in bulk are you stereotyping mennonites right now uh, no dude i swear i've seen them at costco i've seen them at the beach i which was uncomfortable when I was in a bikini and they were fully clothed. 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, looking a little like Little House on the Prairie-esque. <laughs> yes. You've never seen that in real life? I mean, I don't know that I would say, oh, look, there's some Mennonites. Oh, see, that's the difference between you and me. But I don't really know what I'm looking at. I'm like, that's yeah. an interesting choice. I've seen them on dates. I also don't try and go to Costco. But there's actually a kind of a big Mennonite community in our area. For sure. So Is, Wasn't that that's Fresno Pacific? FPU. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're brethren. Okay. So back to Jacob. So Jacob's like, get him out. And so this splits um, from the Mennonite groups. An Amish community starts springing up in Europe in places like Russia, Holland, Germany, and Switzerland. Um, but they started being persecuted. Um, and they were literally being put to death by the Catholics and the Protestants there. For well, the Protestants being... don't like them either. Mm-mm. So because they're, of the Anabaptist beliefs. So yeah. they're like no man's land. Mm-hmm. Kind of floating on For their own believing island. only adults who have confessed their faith should be baptized. So where are they going to go? So they're going to dip out and they're going to move to the promised land of the USA, oh, baby. Let's go. <laughs> they're going to move to Pennsylvania. Do you know why Pennsylvania? Quaker. Yes. Yeah, so William Penn, he's the kind of. He's the oatmeal guy. He's the oatmeal. Um, he was a Quaker. And he basically was like, I'm going to take over Pennsylvania, and this is going to be a religiously tolerant place. You can be whatever you want to be here. Um, And so they moved to Pennsylvania because of that. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Quaker Oats. Brought to you by Tourism of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Actually, I low-key want to go, but let's get back to this. So they moved there in the 1800s. Or no, in the 1700s, sorry. And they settle in Pennsylvania, Lancaster specifically. Now there's kind of Amish everywhere, Ohio, Indiana, yes, Pennsylvania, they Canada. They have mm-hmm. taken over that Midwest area. Yes. Um, now in the 1850s, there's another schism within the Amish in the U.S. Um, because some of the Amish were like, let's have electricity and use a telephone. Remember Alexander Graham Bell? This is like the time, right? And the the more traditional Amish are like, heck no, techno, no technology. Um, so this creates a split between what will be called old world Amish and new world Amish. So new world Amish, a lot of those people, they use technology, cars, uh, phones, those kinds of things. Old world Amish, no. Is there anything new world Amish like draws the line at? Um, it, well, that's the thing is like, it like, really depends. Oh, I don't know. It really depends. So there's no like hierarchical structure in the Amish community. There's not like a Pope or anything right. like that. Every district is self run. Kind of like it. Yeah. I think it's, and I think if, it's and if better. if it's not for you, find another Bob district. over the other district. Yep. Exactly. So every district has its own kind of set of expectations and regulations. I could see a little bit of kind of like competition, Amish-esque competition between mm. districts, however. Like, listen, this they, is... The, they do not promote competition at all. Interesting. Because one of the tenets of their faith is humility. Like, that's, like, number, number one. one. Yeah. Okay, so... Then in the 1900s, two-thirds of the Amish either made their own small churches or they joined Mennonite churches, okay? 
Now, when we think of Amish, most traditional Amish are of the old world order. So they're the ones that are like, no tech. Now, in the early 21st century, there are about 250,000 Amish people living in the U.S. and Canada. So that's a lot. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. In about 200 separate Amish settlements. You know why there's so many Amish settlements? Why? You want a history lesson? Sure. I'm like 80% sure this is true. All right, here we go. You're going to say some shit that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, I believe that in the Amish community, one of the things that happens when there is a marriage is they are given farmland. I think that's true. And you quickly run out of farmland. So you got to move. And so you have to move and expand. And right. you're going, the land is very expensive. Right. So you have all of these different settlements that come out because everyone gets land when they get married. Gotcha. Hmm. The more you I know. I can see it. Okay, so yeah, so this is what this says. It says, their settlements are divided into church districts, which are autonomous congregations of about 75 members. So they're small. Yeah, small, small spots. If the district becomes too big, it's again divided. And they have no churches. Everybody just meets in homes. Home church. I've heard of that before. Yes. Um, each district has a bishop and two to four preachers and an elder. Um, but there are no, like, big conferences or anything. It's not like, welcome to Amish in America. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about their beliefs. Now, honestly, generally, they're just, like, Christians. They're, like, Bible is literal like Bible interpretation, yes. Old Testament, New Testament, mm -hmm. they're in on it all. Yes. Now, some things that they do that are a little bit different, that they really stress, like I said, is humility, number one. I'm with that. Family. No one's more humble than me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I okay i don't know that they let me um in. no they won't uh family and separation from the world like we are not of this world we are in the world but we are not of this world please tell me you, please tell me you remember the clothing brand <laughs> yes i do <laughs> so cringy and the do you not have that on your car and the sticker i was gonna say and the car <laughs> sticker um you have a just a more modern version of your on your car so funny um so they're like, they're very, you know, old school. They want to be away from everybody. Now, they live according to an unwritten code of behavior called the Ordnung and Maidung. Ordnung means order and Maidung, which means shunning. Sounds like German? Yes. Sounds very German. It's German. You didn't yell it, though. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to be culturally insensitive. That's true. Or blow out <laughs> the listeners' ears. <laughs> right. Um... So basically, everybody acts according to this unwritten code of behavior. Now, Holy Communion is only given twice a year, which I find interesting. It's like like nothing. You do it. You do it a lot. We do it every week. Really? Sometimes multiple times a week. What if you're not hungry or thirsty? Well, you don't have to take <laughs> communion every time. I'm just kidding. That was super insensitive. <laughs> uh, yeah, one to two times is not very much. How often does your church do it? Uh, you know, it kind of depends. Once a month? It's sort of, yeah, I would say probably about that. It's it's odd because it's not um, as, like, structured that you know that, like, this is communion week. Mm. It's like you walk in and it's like a little surprise. 
Oh, oh got a little snacky. Peekaboo. A little snacky at the end Body of, of Christ. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one day time is not, not a lot. Yeah. I wonder why. Maybe because yeah. it's just so simple. I don't know. Or maybe maybe it's the humility. Like maybe we only deserve it. Hmm. I don't know. Um, people are baptized as adults around the ages of 17 to 20 years old. And it's in that time where they have to decide, like, am I going to be Amish? And if they do, then they get baptized and they get married. If they don't, you're out. That's right. My dong, shunning you. There is like a... Get the heck a, out of here. A, like a, not a Jewish coming of age, but like a point. Kind of. Like a level where it's like... There's a rite of passage. You're in or you're out. Yes. Um, now, religious services are conducted in what is called High German, which is like this ancient German dialect, basically. Um, but spoken daily is what is called Pennsylvania Dutch. Now, it's so funny that they call it Dutch because it's not actually Dutch. It's it's a Deutsch. It's Deutsch, yes. So it's a mixture of that ancient German sprinkled in with random, also other kinds of German dialects and English. So someone messed it up and they're like, yeah, 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 whatever, Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably Ellis Island. I feel like that's super disrespectful. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but that's what America does. What are you talking that's, about? That's true. Deutsch um, is a little hard. Plus, we have some interesting history yeah, with the Germans. So, we probably want to un-German many things. Yes. So, Pennsylvania Dutch is what they speak. Um, and they have accents if you listen to them talk. Um, in most Amish homes, there is a place that is reserved alongside the Bible for this book called The Martyr's Mirror, which is chronicles the Amish history and honors the Amish, Mennonite, and Anabaptist people who died for their faith. So it's like their history textbook, almost. Yeah. Like, you probably read the stories to yeah kids when they're growing up and stuff. Kind of like, I mean, I don't know how you're, like, in our church, we, like, learn about the saints and stuff. So I think it's kind of like that. Have you seen this book or no? I have not seen this book, no. It'd be interesting to look at that. It's, yeah. probably, it's probably in German. Probably. <sighs> High German. That's where I draw a line. Or Dutch. Rosetta Pen- Stone. Pennsylvania Dutch. What if they have a Rosetta Stone for Pennsylvania Dutch? That's also super disrespectful because you know you picked the wrong name and you called it that anyway. It's funny. Um, in 1890, they created their own newspaper, though, called The Budget, which is out of Sugar Creek, Ohio. How does that get to everyone? I don't know. Horse and buggy. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, if you look, because I, we kind of touch on the Amish in one of the classes I teach. And they're not close together. Yeah, like, they're in states apart. It's an impressive, like, distance in between them. I cannot Im- – maybe it's not a daily newspaper. Uh, probably monthly. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> like, Today like, we got some new crops. Right, like, yeah. what are you writing about? I can see it, like, more like a new. let's call it's it like – probably a, like weddings. Like a newsletter. It's probably like weddings and Like stuff. a newsletter. Like yeah. once a month. Yeah. Okay, so clothing – this is what everybody's usually interested in about um, – Generally, the beliefs are that everyone should dress the same. Again, this is reinstating the the idea of humility. You are not better than anybody else. You need to humble yourself, dress the same. Also, one less thing to worry about. Right. Not of this world. It reminds me of like nuns and monks. Yeah. Like and they modest, all wear and the modesty. same. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they men can have shirts with conventional buttons. But they have to have hooks and eyes on jackets because buttons are too fancy for the jackets. Gosh, I feel like that's so incon- just inefficient. Also, just a lot of stuff, like I will say, it's a little confusing because since they are so um, 
varied in each district's rules, it's all over the place. So like in some places it's going to be okay to do this and other places it's not. So we're kind of picking like the middle. Right. Like, or like more of the old school. Yeah. Men grow beards after getting married, but no mustaches. Jawline somewhere. <laughs> they said no, no to the mustache. It's probably fair. It's yeah. tough to pull off a good mustache. I agree. Um, Amish women and girls wear bonnets. You've probably seen those. You know the image of an Amish yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, with long, full dresses that have capes over their shoulders, they wear shawls, black shoes, and stockings, and their capes and aprons are fastened with either pins or snaps. Zippers, Velcro, absolutely not. Sinners. They're f- that's of the devil. Now, when I see <laughs> Velcro this... Velcro kind of is of the devil. That's true. That's so are zippers when you can't freaking get yeah, a zipper up. That's true. It all seems very hot. Yeah. I look at this, and I'm, like, instantly sweating. Yeah. I, I, I would I mean, not make it. Like, it's like layers on layers on layers. You just, you just layers. get used to it. It's like, I don't know it's like how people who live in the Middle East, where they, you know, they wear layers and layers, and they're just used to it. Are you used to the heat here in the Valley? Hmm, kind of. I'm not. Well, and you're a wimp. I've been here my whole life. <laughs> um, also, Amish women never cut their hair. That is hot. Now, that I don't know about. So tell me what, what that experience would be like. Uh, imagine your whole neck is sweaty all the time. What about, like, the split ends? I mean, can we trim? Those are pretty fun to pick. Can we can we trim? I don't think so. So it's just run what you brung. Yeah. <sighs> and they cannot wear jewelry of any kind. No jewelry. Because, mm. again, you you don't get to be fancy here. What do you get with a wedding and a marriage? Well, that's a good question. I don't Maybe think they wear like... much. I don't think it's an extravagant thing. I think yeah. it's a very that humble would make, thing. That would make sense. Yeah. Now, the guys with the hats. Yeah. Not a necessity. No. But it seems to only be one style. I don't see any, like, Pittsburgh Pirates (laughs) baseball hats on these guys. Well, in the teens, we'll talk about this. They kind of dabble in that stuff. but So their attire is basically of 17th century European peasants. Tough sell. Legitimately. Tough sell. Um, And they wear this on purpose to stick to tradition. That's what they believe in. Now, the old order Amish, they shun the use of personal phones. But some people have, like, a phone, but the whole community uses that phone. Like like a landline. You got, like, one landline in the center of town. Yes. I feel like you need one. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is a lot of them, even the old order, if something is, like, serious, like, if there's a medical emergency, they'll use a car. So there are, like, exceptions. Yes, there are. Like, it, out of necessity, so, like, if, let's say, they need to use a piece of machinery that requires electricity in order to help sustain their community, they will use it. I'm in on that. But for the most part, they believe that electricity and things bring in vain, you know, vanity and pride, and so they, they reject it as much as they can. I mean, are they wrong? No, I don't think they are wrong. Loki. Honestly, I would love to spend a week with the Amish. I was going to say, if you say a year, I'm going to call BS on No, you. one week. I will go for an afternoon. One week. Dude, I imagine how good cleansing. that food is. It's got to be cleansing. So though. clean. They're churning their own butter. I do love That's going to be dope. I heard sure. they make really good baked goods. I am definitely down for a field trip. <laughs> now, I don't know if you have this in here. 
But what's a little bit insensitive uh, is that you can do Amish tours. Um, yes. And you can like drive by them like they are animals <laughs> I know. in a cage and I you know. take pictures of them. But they also kind of profit off of it a little bit. So it just seems they sell, they sell, have you ever heard of Amish woodworking? Yes. Like that's a huge industry. Yeah, but that's quality. Wow. Pa- if it was crappy. Like they're an attraction. You're saying they're like they zoo are, animals. They are like zoo yeah, animals. Because not everyone's sad. doing that. They're like, look at this guy who's only using a hammer. Yeah, it's very like ogling. Like, ooh, look at the weirdo. Exactly. Yeah. So it's tough, right? I don't, I'm not saying I want to do that. I no, just no, want to no. like you hang wanna, out no, with them. No, you want to be in it. Yeah. No, I don't want to be in no, it forever. No, yeah, you're in it. <laughs> I don't want to be in it forever. This is last I just want to, <laughs> I'm going Amish. Um, no. I don't know if you can go Amish. That's true. That's also insensitive. I don't think they would just let you in. I don't, I really don't know if there's like a thing you can do. Like, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think you can convert. I don't know. I don't know 100% either. I'll look it up. Um, okay. Also, for the most part, they don't use cars. They use horse and buggies. Um, and they paint their buggies different colors. So you can oh, distinguish different types of Amish based on the different buggy color. But those buggies sometimes have heaters and wipers. So it's like, what are we doing? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um Again, they they don't believe in the use of electricity. They say that electricity brings temptation. Um, But the New Order Amish do allow electricity, cars, and phones. Um, They are really good farmers. And they pretty much only buy, like, flour and sugar at the store. Pretty much everything else, they're self-sustaining. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, It is possible through conversion. Interesting. To join the Amish. But it seldomly happens. And in order to be a part of the Amish community, one would need to learn Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, okay. So I'm there, out. there I'm are strings attached. 100% out. Which I actually like that better. Yeah. Like, how... You gotta be in. How dedicated are you to doing yeah. this? Yeah. You gotta be full in. Because you wouldn't be able to communicate. Now, do you go now in... Now they get the Rosetta Stone. Do you go in with, like, a shaved head because you're like, okay, I guess I'll grow my hair out forever, but, like, you get, like, a little bit of a head start. I don't know. I would. I would do all the things necessary before I went in. Yeah, I don't know. That's so interesting. Yeah, which... Uh, sometimes the Amish have a problem because the, of the lack of diversity in their gene pool. They have had some genetic issues with some of their children because they're... I know to, what you're saying. Yeah. Yep, there we go. Okay, so (laughs) um, they're also famous for barn raisings, where all the men and women will come together to build a barn. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've seen that before, and it's extremely impressive. Yes. Um, And they put a hex sign on them, which is, like, characteristic of the Dutch. Uh, I mean, the Pennsylvania Dutch. Hexagon? No, a hex. Um, It's a round geometric emblem that is painted to ward off evil. Think of, like, the evil eye, Uh but German. Huh. Yeah. Um, they do allow people to take photos of them, like uh, like of the stuff that's happening, but they do not believe that they can be, t- like especially faces, because they believe these to be graven images. No selfies. Oh, no. No selfies. For the same reason, little girls, little Amish girls, they have dolls with no faces. Which somebody could definitely make a horror movie off of that. A smidgy creepy, right? <laughs> it's a smidge. There was a weird girl at my church camp 
who made a doll out of a corn husk. Corn husk doll? They are so... Creepy. Creepy. And her name was Hibiscus, and she was (laughs) so scary. Shout out to Hibiscus. (laughs) Hibiscus, I hope you're doing well, sis. Um, Actually, she was really scary. Um, So, also, they ban musical instruments. All. Old order says no musical instruments. The new order says, okay. Acoustic guitars. Harmonicas. No electricity. Harmonicas. Yeah, like little banjo, you know, kind of thing. But singing is, like, everywhere. They sing all the time. What are they singing? No harmonizing, though. That can't be. Yeah, it's true. It's all about humility, bro. You can't be the... Harmony is... You cannot be the thorn. You can't be the one who's like, I'm the cool one. I feel like that's why you would want harmonies. No solos. No solos. No solos. No solos. What are they singing? They're singing church hymns, yeah. Um, Also, they really love to quilt. Did you know that? And they're really good quilters. It's like a it's like a social thing thing for the women, where they all quilt together. Like, and apparently Amish quilts are like super expensive. I was gonna say they probably are. Yes, but I mean you gotta pay for quality. They call them quilting bees. That's cute. The people are called. No, the like the act of like. Oh. Like them quilting together. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like the group. Yeah. Kids only go to school until eighth grade. After eighth grade, they're that done. I, that I knew. Yes. Because what's the purpose? Uh, get to work. But I mean, literally get to work. And I, I almost feel like it's something that we should look into. <laughs> Not that I don't think that high school kids should exist. I think they're great. <laughs> but serve the purpose for what you're doing. If you don't need yeah. it, what what are we doing here? Right. So I mean, like, like, like. I, I shouldn't say that. I think education is super important. I'm all about it. Are you sure? Uh, Teacher? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should knock those communities that do not educate higher than a certain age based on what they're going to do. I, I agree, too. And I don't – and, you know, actually, interestingly, um, when I was getting my teaching credential, there was a guy who was from Switzerland, and he was telling us about the, the Swiss um, education system. Basically, education is compulsory until 14, and then after that – you go either into trade school or into more school or a specialized school, like a teacher school or a medical school. Otherwise, you're going into trade. So everybody has their own, like, kind of path. It makes sense. You're not just learning chemistry for and no reason. And you're in the Amish community. Right. What are we doing here? Right, right. Now, if a person joins a church that is, like, less intense, like a Mennonite church or let's say they go from old world to new world – the Amish will say he got his hair cut. Interesting. Yes. That's like a phrase. Mm-hmm. Now, if a young person abandons the faith altogether, they are like, I'm, I don't want to be Amish. Have you ever seen the show Breaking Amish? No. There's a show on TLC. Um, if they leave it altogether, that's called going English. They've went English. So they call us English. We're the English. Well, now I don't feel bad. I don't, now I don't feel so bad about the Dutch. That's incredibly insensitive to refer to all of us as English. <laughs> right. Now, something that surprised me, something that they are very into recreationally is volleyball and softball. <laughs> Why? <laughs> don't know. They just play it for fun. But you can't. You can't be competitive. You just got to play. That's it. what I'm saying. I feel like sports are like right. Would not make any sense. Right. I don't. I don't know. You need to play games where everybody wins. Yes. Also, 
they do not participate in politics and they are pacifists. I would have guessed that. So they are exempted from going into the army now. But back then with the drafts, like there were men that were arrested that were Amish for refusing to go. Um, and also they do not pay social security and they do not take out social security because they do not believe in insurance. I mean, if you're not going to partake, right. you shouldn't contribute. That's what I'm saying. They're just like chilling. That's why I like the Amish. They're not like trying to bleed money from people. Right. They're just trying to do their own like little house on the prairie thing. There's no ruffling of feathers. No, they're, they're just Although like, we're saying this on the West coast. Yeah, but I there mean, may be some issues it's not in like, the Midwest. I agree. I'm sure, listen, in any community, there's something gnarly that's happening. Any community. But for the most part, I don't think that, like, there's, like, widespread corruption in this group. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're not, like, you know, they're nothing like Jonestown or anything like right. that. They're just doing their thing. So, yeah. Um and so because they don't have social security or any insurance, they pool all their resources. They're very communal. Yes. Which is kind of culty, but I still wouldn't call them a cult. What's the average age? Oh, wow. Do you know how long they live in? Are they medicine people? Yeah, they'll take medicine. Okay. Yeah. Tylenol. I don't know about that. NyQuil. well let's get into that after the break we're going to talk more about what happens when they dabble okay and we're back so also um wait we're on drugs not yet just relax we're going to get to the drugs in a second something that's interesting mr i teach human geography the amish are one of the fastest growing population groups in the u.s I don't know how that could be a thing. Like like groups that are growing in like proportionally, I guess. Oh, I okay. Say. Like okay. I, uh... Okay, so in 1984, there were only 84,000. Today, there are 300,000. Like they've tripled because they don't use birth control and they're Maybe. just like popping them out. And interestingly, 10% of their kids go to public schools. Could you imagine having an Amish kid in your class? It's got to be rough, right? I couldn't have in my class. I would. Be, I mean, I Why? could. I. I just. I would be afraid of scandalizing them. We oh. talk about some serious oh. stuff in my class. I think it'd be dope. I mean, it would be cool, but like, I would feel bad. Like, I would. I. I, I would feel bad by potentially making. Them I think you also think there's only one. And right. and the West Coast, maybe there would be, but like, you go to the Midwest. Yeah. That's where they all are. I'm sure there's probably like. Yeah. You know, maybe there are more. 20 kids per high school, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. It's also not as... I, I don't know that I'd want to be the Amish kid going to the public school, though. Or maybe I would. I don't know. That could be a cool factor. I'd go to public school, suckers. <laughs> you'd, be the, you'd be like, oh, what's up with that guy? He's a little different. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to get to the drugs. All right. So in the specifically the old age, the old order, okay? the one that's more traditional, interestingly, they have this practice called rumspringa. Have you heard of that? I, I don't know. I don't, it kind of doesn't sound like the first time I've ever heard it. Yeah, it's, it's been talked about a lot. Huh. Um, so it means running around. That's what that means. So at age 16, Amish youth basically start getting more freedoms. And they are not held to the same standards 
as baptized members of their communities because they're not baptized yet. So basically, this is the time where they start testing out the boundaries and seeing, like, do I want to be Amish or not? So they'll, like, do English things, as they would call it, um, during this time. And that includes lots of crazy shit. But they don't get in trouble? No. They're like, hey, man, you get two years to basically get it out of your system. Mm -hmm. Figure out if you're in or figure out if you like it. Yep. It's a very dangerous game to play. Interestingly enough, though, about 80 to 90% return and stay Amish. You just get it all out of your system. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a thing, right? People say that all the time. I feel like with drugs, it's a little different, but I don't think all of... Now, let me make this clear. The vast majority of the youth are not doing that kind of stuff. They're hanging out, playing volleyball, and they're singing German songs with their little crush. That's it. They're not doing coke. But some of them are going hard. And those ones come back? Yeah. Even those ones. You're like the bad boy who's like done coke. But you're still Amish. <laughs> okay, so actually there was a uh, there was another show, another I just had this memory. There was another show called like Amish Mafia. Okay, we can't. I'm TLC, not kidding. We cannot. I gotta look this. it up. I gotta look it up. Amish. I think it's called Amish Mafia. Why but do all I the groups like, we cover end up on TLC. Because TLC is is a beautiful, weird place. It, look at Amish Mafia, four seasons. And the fact that it went four seasons <laughs> is that on Netflix? <laughs> It's on Apple TV. All right. <laughs> it has a 3.1 out of 10. Um, okay. So during Rumspringa, back to Rumspringa, they're, you know, they're doing stuff. They're playing volleyball. They're swimming. They're having picnics. They're having outdoor supper parties. They are singing together, like I said, with their crush. Now, sometimes they go a little hard. And this one guy who wrote a book about it, um, he talked to NPR about his book. And so some of this information on Rome Spring I got from him. Um, You'll find that in the show notes. So this is an experience he had. He's he's with these people. Okay. He is one of them? No. He's he's an observer. They let him in? Yeah. He's like watching them. Okay. So there are like these girls. They're sitting up and they're like, attic they're like hanging out blah 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 talking the boys drive up in a car the girls oh shoot new school the girls leave the house they thought their parents were asleep the parents are not asleep parents are never asleep the parents are like they're like we're going the parents are like okay be safe like they're not like don't go they're like be safe so they go they go to a gas station they take off their Amish clothes in the gas station bathroom put on English clothes Okay, they're showing their belly buttons. They're being all risque. The boys are already dressed like that. They're in like Wranglers and T-shirts and hats. Then they go to this barn. This barn is popping. All the freaking Amish teens in the whole county are coming together. This is in Ohio. Oh, no, in Indiana. It's like Footloose. (laughs) Kind of. Okay, there's beer. There's uh, marijuana. Um, most of the kids are just hanging out. They're listening to rap music, which is hilarious to me. 
Amish people, and because this I'm pretty sure was written in like the early 2000s, maybe late 90s. So just imagine these Amish teens like rapping, you know, like Biggie. You know what I mean? Just no comparison to their lives, but they're like, I'm feeling this. <laughs> they're like, F the police. <laughs> NWA. <laughs> no cops in their town. Yeah, literally. Um, so the girls are flirting with the boys. They're smoking cigarettes. They're drinking beers. They're one of them goes, I'm ready to party. Um, and they're passing around marijuana. Okay. Then they're passing around meth. I'm like, okay, you just took this to another level, dude. Like what, what's going on? I, I'll tell you, I've never been to a party where meth was. Thank God. It's one of my favorite scenes. Did you see 21 Jump Street? Yes. There's a fantastic scene where they're trying to get stuff for the party, the mm-hmm. two cops. And they're like, should we do a pound of ma- should we do a pound of marijuana or a pound of coke? And he goes, I'm trying to show them a good time, not ruin their lives. <laughs> That's literally how I feel right now. Yes, yes. Um, they've got cocaine there. They're just like they're It's a lot. They're partying. One girl says to the author, she says, God talks to you in one ear, Satan in the other. She's like I want to be Amish, but I also just want to, like, wear jeans. She wants to party. <laughs> yes. They're having sex. One girl gets pregnant. They get married, like, a week later. She's like, oops, got to be Amish. So the STDs, like, it's just rampant. It's a dicey double life. Yes. So almost all people, like I said, return home from Rumspringa and um, remain Amish. But here's the thing that I think about. If you don't, you lose your whole family. Everything you've ever known. Everything. You start from the bottom. Your lifestyle, your family. Like, where do you go? I don't know. you got to watch Breaking Amish. I would hope that they would, like, give you a little bit of, like, a parting gift. Like, hey, here's 500 bucks. I don't think bucks. so. I think it's, sh- it's shunning. Nothing. I think you're, you're shunned. homeless? Yeah. They're the like, shun is no joke. Bye. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is probably, I mean, let's be honest. That's probably why the retention rate's so high. Right. What what else are you going to do? Well, and also imagine this. You're living a simple, humble life, and then you experience the world, and the world's going to chew you up and spit you out. You also only speak Pennsylvania Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) You have a weird accent. What are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. I mean, some people, you know, transition out and they're fine. But, like, I I think that would be really hard. You lose your community, your family, your faith. I mean, everything. That's hard. It would be the hardest. Yeah. And you also have no direction. And, like, there's no roadmap. Right. And you only have an eighth grade education. Struggle bus. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to go get your GED? Yeah. Like, Like, that's hard. So, yeah, I'd probably just stay Amish. Good butter. Um, (laughs) No. This isn't directly... I mean, it is related to the Amish, but this is, like, something that's, like, kind of more true crimey. So, in Pennsylvania, in this Amish community called Nickel Mines, which I don't know why I like that name. Nickel Mines. I don't hate it. Sounds cool. That could be a cool band name or something. You're thinking of Nickelback. (laughs) Oh, God, not Nickelback. Also, a very cool Canadian rock band. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Okay, so there is this guy, Charles Carl Roberts IV, who shot and killed five Amish girls. He shot 10 of them. Five of them died. 
Um, and then he killed himself. Now, let me tell you the story. On October 2nd, 2006, uh, Charles enters this school, which all of their schools, by the way, are one room. They're like literally yeah, like mean, it's little house on the prairie. Right. Like it's a one room communities. He comes in with a handgun, a shotgun, a bolt action rifle, 600 rounds, black powder, a stun gun, two knives, a change of clothes, and a bunch of other random stuff. Like, this was not a whim. No. And after this all went down, they found letters to his wife and his kids. He had a wife and kids. Okay. He barricades the school doors with two by fours. He like, like does that. There's boys in there. He sends the 15 boys away, keeps the 10 girls in there. Um, a teacher gets out. She calls the police at 1036. So it's 40 minutes after he arrived. Police arrive 10 minutes later. They try to make contact with him. Contact is not made. They hear shots fired. They break in. They find that he has died by suicide. Three little girls are already deceased, and two are in seriously critical condition. They unfortunately pass on the way to the hospital. The other five survived, but they were in critical condition. Now, this guy was effed up. I don't know what the hell happened to him in his life, but he was jacked. He said the reason why he did it is because he had some sick fantasies and he had done some bad stuff to little girls when he was a kid and wanted to do it again. And so he was planning on doing that to these little Amish girls. Definite mental illness going on there. Yes. Uh, I don't know. So he, he said that he sexually abused his cousins when he was 12. He said this in like a letter or something? Yes. Okay. Because he's dead. He's dead. He said this to his wife mm. okay he calls her during this and he's like this is why i'm doing this the cousin said this never happened to them though so anyways i don't know what it went wrong with him he also said in his note that he was mad at god for having killed their daughter prematurely like she was a baby who died like in the womb like nine years prior so i don't know what was wrong with him clearly he was mentally unstable that does not excuse his behavior. But the reason why, I mean, this blew up is obviously like who the hell's coming for the Amish. Second of all, they immediately forgave him. Immediately. Wow. In fact, at his funeral, all of these Amish people showed up. What? Yeah. Dude, call him what you will. Yeah. They, they stand by their word. They do. That's yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dozens of the neighbors attended his funeral. Um, he was buried in an unmarked grave. Um, and his wife was, like, so touched by their forgiveness. They were like, we can't, we can't speak ill of him. That's literally what they said. Well, I couldn't join the Amish because I already <laughs> hate this guy. And I don't even know. Yeah, him. so... Unfortunately, those little girls pass, and they just were like, we forgive, because that's what Christ would do. Now, I can also imagine, I don't know what it is about this, such a tight-knit group, but I, I you said there's a show called Amish Mafia. <laughs> yes. I, I definitely can just imagine some, I don't even know what you would call it, but you don't want to cross these people in like a bad deal. 
Yes, they're forgiving. They're, I don't think they're like that. Uh, I don't think they're violent. Uh, I mean, maybe. I think it's all behind the scenes. Yeah. This is what this says. This is what the show description says. In the Amish settlement in Lancaster County, keeping the peace and carrying out justice is the responsibility of Lebanon Levi. He doesn't hold the title of police chief, yet he holds all the power of one, if not more. He exists above the law and occupies the role of police, judge, and jury in a community that untrusting of traditional law enforcement authorities relies on a group of men for protection and justice. That's what I'm saying. The Amish church denies the existence of it. Yeah, it's like mafia style. I'm telling you. I don't know if you want to open up all the closets. Yeah. Might be some skeletons in there. They're saying it's fake. The people are saying it's fake. Look at this guy. He's like a automatic rifle. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure TV. I right? don't know. I I feel like it's kind of just hokey. Yes. Over the top. Because that show sucked. I'll what was tell that? you. What was that rating? That was a 3.1. Breaking Amish was low key good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing. Go this look weekend. it up. <laughs> so yeah, that is the Amish. I mean, I liked them. Definitely would visit. Would maybe buy a quilt. Or some chairs. This is my favorite episode. <laughs> I have feel-good feelings right now. Yeah. And I just want to do groups like this every week. Well, I will try my best, but they're not all like well, this. Well, maybe if we can just, like, sprinkle them in. We'll, 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 we'll try to be more positive, but we got to sprinkle a little bit of, like, you know, scary stuff, too. I just feel good about this one. I know. But I can't even rate everything it. good must come to an end. I can't even rate it. It's like a one. This guy's great. It's 10 on the happiness scale. 10 on the happiness scale. <laughs> It's a very light episode yeah. to come back to. Yes. That's what I needed. Now, I needed a palate cleanser. I'm glad I could help provide that. <laughs> so you guys, let us know what you think about our episode on the Amish. If you have any questions, reach out to us at the.cult.ure. Now, we are private on Instagram, but I will accept you. Do not troll me or I will block you. Love you. Bye. Bye.